This is MRN Out Loud on MRN.com, presented by Bloomin' Mondays at Outback Steakhouse. And also brought to you by Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. MRN Out Loud presented by Outback Steakhouse. Woody Kane, Joey Meyer on special assignment. Ralph Shaheen joins us from the straight line, putting your NASCAR hat back on. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah, they're bringing in the lefty. I'm actually a righty. So <laughs> call to the righty. bullpen. Yeah, calling up the bullpen. Yeah. <laughs> but a big weekend at ISM Raceway near Phoenix. It's actually in Avondale, Arizona. Uh, it's hard to stop calling it Phoenix. And then we'll take a look ahead at what we think might happen at Homestead, Miami for Ford Championship weekend. But what a weekend it was. We now have the championship four set in all three of the National Touring Series. A couple of weeks ago, Denny Hamlin looked like the man. Then he didn't. And now he may be the odds-on favorite once again. Christopher Bell continues to do great things. Uh, the big three there has always been the big story in the Xfinity Series. And on the truck side, how about Stuart Friesen getting his first asphalt win in the truck series? Yeah, Stuart, is a, he's a wheel man. You know, watched a lot mm-hmm. of him in the big block modifieds out of in the northeast and uh stewart is a good racer and, and he's no, a lot no of fun to talk to and he's rocking the playoff stash too yeah <laughs> you like that <laughs> i do i yeah. think it helps uh, some guys believe in it firmly uh brett moffett wrote it to a championship a year ago yeah well i think you got to do whatever you have to do mm-hmm. right if yep. it's uh putting your left shoe on first before your right or you know your gloves in a particular way whatever makes you feel comfortable is what you have to do. And if you think by having that mustache is going to make the difference, then by all means, do it. The the truck uh, championship four set, Stuart Friesen with the win. Ross Chastain, what a story there. Changes points, uh, uh, accumulation in the middle of the season to work on the truck side. Brett Moffitt, the defending champ. Matt Crafton, a two-time champ. And by the way, Matt Crafton will be along to tell us about it later on in the program. But uh, it, it, it was kind of odd the way the playoffs started. These two series were going, these two series were going, and now it's kind of converged where they'll all be racing at the same place at the same time for the last two weeks. Yeah, and that's kind of cool. I mm-hmm. like that, right? It kind of helps build that momentum, and I yep. think that's going to be a big part of the story in Homestead is that momentum. Can Denny, for example, carry that momentum with him from a, what was really a pretty dominant performance? Yes, right? it I mean, was. We saw Logano look pretty solid there for a little bit, but when you really look at the overall picture of the day, Denny was the guy. And uh, a really strong run. And if he can pull that all in there, maybe he gets this championship. But how about the thing that stuck out to me is three Joe Gibbs cars. I know. Getting in. Yeah. And uh, that says a lot about their performance. And then Toyota clinching the manufacturer's championship again. Three out of the last four years, mm-hmm. Toyota takes a manufacturer's title. Pretty strong, and they don't have the numbers that the other manufacturers no. do. So that makes it even doubly impressive. Yeah, and really bad for the other guys. (laughs) Yeah, it does. Right? Really impressive for them, really confusing for the rest. On the Xfinity side, quickly, uh, Christopher Bell with eight wins. Justin Allgaier finally becomes that fourth guy that Joey Meyer has been saying he was going to be all year as most of the talk was around Christopher Bell, Tyler Reddick, the defending champ, and Cole Custer with a tremendous season. And Justin Allgaier, really good at Homestead, Miami. I suspect Christopher Bell is going to be as well. And that's been the big three, and who's going to be that other guy for a while. There was a, a spell there where it looked like Chase Briscoe might be the guy, Austin Sendrick might be the guy, mm-hmm. but in the end, Justin Allgaier again. 
I think it will be Austin Cindric at some point. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't this year. But you know, this the way the championship format works is very much like uh, the NC two A March Madness deal, mm-hmm. right? Where you just have to be good, really, at a specific point in the year. Survive in advance. Survive in advance. And now you come down to Homestead, and Allgaier, who took him all the way to the very last race of the year to get his win, mm-hmm. might all of a sudden be the champ. Yeah, I heard as well that they're bringing their Texas car to uh, Homestead Miami Speedway. We'll see how that plays out for them, but that's going to be a fun race as well. The guys love that progressive banking. It takes away some of that stuff that we've seen. And even yesterday uh, at ISM Raceway or Sunday, uh, the way that that package hasn't performed as well on the shorter tracks as we thought it might. But it was really designed to fix what was wrong on the intermediate tracks anyway. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, I mean, look, you, you always are going to toy with this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. The one thing I do uh, give NASCAR credit for with all that toying with the technical side of it, if they do make a change and it doesn't really work, they're not afraid to say that didn't really work and we'll go back to the yeah. other way. Yeah, that makes a big difference. And I think they did address it helped with the biggest problem going in before the package, which, which was the intermediate tracks. Uh, you'd get a leader out front and he'd get in clean air and just run away. The intermediate tracks are better. I don't know that you can say the same for the short tracks. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. At least with the short tracks, you can get in there and rub and bang and lean on yeah. each other, and that kind of compensates if there's a technical thing that's not right. Mm-hmm. The guys can still get up on the wheel a little bit more and elbow their way through, and that's still fun. All right, it's going to be something to watch uh, as we get forward, get moving forward to Homestead Miami Speedway. We've got a big show for you. Kevin Harvick, another top 10 finish. That means if you're watching on a Monday, it is Bloomin' Monday. Head over to Outback Steakhouse and get that free Bloomin' Onion. Kevin Harvick has been costing them a lot of onions this season. As Ralph mentioned, three Joe Gibbs cars going to race for the championship at Homestead Miami this coming weekend. Let's see what they have to say about that. The team owner is pretty spectacularly impressed as well. I think Chris and Denny, it just, we went 37 weekends. You race short track, road racing, intermediates, all the things that you got to do. And then it comes down to having come to a place like Phoenix and say that you have to win. And that is so hard in our sport. It's a very, you're racing the best people in the world. And so I couldn't be happier uh, for Coy, myself. J.D., uh, I called Melissa, uh, J.D.'s wife, and Pat, my wife, and said, J.D.'s going to get to go to Homestead. He's going to be on that car. I really think he's been a part of this whole year for us in the 11 team. I, I was emotional today and still am. I can't thank everybody enough. It's a thrill for me to be a part of this, and uh, it was just an awesome day for us. Here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. It wasn't just built to be a museum. It was built to be a shrine to the history, heritage, and future of the sport we love. Visit the NASCAR Hall of Fame and see how Petty, Earnhardt, and hundreds of other NASCAR legends became heroes. 
Watch their most electrifying moments. Experience realistic racing simulators and much more. Plan a trip to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte. Tickets at NASCARHall.com. NASCAR Hall of Fame. This is our sport. This is our house. G'day, America. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. That's right. Outback Delivery is here. Now you can enjoy all your Outback favourites anywhere. Our signature centre-cut sirloin at home. It's here. Or game-day party platters with kookaburra wings that'll have both teams cheering. It's here. Or steak and lobster for a date night at home. It's here. Head over to Outback.com and place your orders because Outback delivery is here. Outback Steakhouse. Aussie rules. Delivery availability varies. Delivery charge may apply. I don't think we definitely weren't as dominant then as what we were today, but we still was leading... Uh, in a very key moment of the race, uh, Jimmy was struggling. Um, you know, if you want to go as they run, like I was going to have to finish 25th or something at Homestead. It was going to be a pretty, pretty, you know, nice, easy cakewalk. And, and nothing's a cakewalk, but you would think 25th is the way we were running that year. But running out a gas was uh, very unexpected. Um, that's why I kind of took it uh, as, as bad as I did because uh, it really was – caught me off guard um there was there was just nothing that indicated we were even close to running out of gas um but we did and you know i just didn't know how to take it i mean i just uh like i said i i, I didn't prepare for the what if it doesn't work out i was only going there thinking well that's what i'm gonna go come here handle business and go to homestead and get the trophy uh but i think over the years you know we're almost 10 years later you know, I'm just more content with uh, what I've accomplished in the series, and I don't need validation uh, of a championship. I think that, you know, outside world feels like I need that to, to validate my status, whatever it is, but it doesn't change who I am. Uh, it I doesn't change um, how I treat people or how I, I work. I'm going to work as if, – if I don't win this year, I'm going to work really hard and for in 2020. So – there's many, many, many more opportunities I feel like ahead of me. This is not my last opportunity uh, to win a championship, and especially if the relationship that I've built with Chris, um, I see this going a long way. There you go, Denny Hamlin comparing 2010 and what happened to him in the Cup Series when it looked like he had the championship locked up. The talk about Denny has been, does he have the mental makeup to get there and overcome adversity? And he's shown it this year because Texas was not good at all for him. Now, mentally, Texas was really bad. And he bounced back mentally and told the guys early in the day before they, uh, you know, in their team meeting, he said, look, I'm just giving you everything I got. Mm -hmm. And he did. And he drove like a champion yesterday to get himself in a position to win a championship. I understand what he's saying about he doesn't need the personal validation of the championship. Statistically, if you're looking potential to make it in the Hall of Fame or whatever it might be, he needs a championship. Yeah, he really does. So as a person, I get it. You don't. Um, but as an athlete, statistically, to you know, cement your place in the history books. To quiet the naysayers, if nothing it. else. Yeah, it. absolutely. All right, let's shift gears and talk a little Xfinity racing. As we mentioned, Justin Allgaier wins at ISM Raceway, his first victory of the year, and that sounds odd to say. He joins us on the guest line now, the driver of the Brandt Chevrolet Camaro uh, for Junior Motorsports. Justin, welcome back to the program, man. Congratulations. Oh, it's good to be on, first of all. And second of all, I appreciate it. Um, you know, what you just said it has kind of 
has kind of haunted my year, to be honest with you. You know, we had five wins last year and, and did everything we thought was right and then had a miserable playoffs. And then, you know, we come into this year and we were all excited and ready to go. And, and it's been, uh, it's been pretty lackluster to this point. So to finally get the win, to kind of get that monkey off of our back and, and go into the final, final race at Homestead, um, actually having a win, you know, that was the biggest thing with the media was it kept asking is, do you think that you can go into, uh, into Homestead with, with no wins and, and actually be a, um, you know, a, a person we can talk about as winning the championship. So it kind of, kind of silences that, which is nice. I'll be honest with you. Well, I mean, it's, it's a simple question, but it's the, the one we have to ask is what made the difference? Honestly, I, I you know, this is going to sound really odd, but everything went our way. Hmm. You know, we, we didn't have, uh, we didn't have the best car. I, I thought Christopher for sure had the best car, but once Christopher made his mistake and, and spent on pit road, you know, at that point I knew we had to capitalize on it. And, and, you know, Jason Burdett and, and the guys did a fantastic job, you know, had the caution come out and the other guys that didn't take tires, um, there at that last caution, you know, maybe the, the race plays out differently, but, you know, for what we felt like was going to be the strategy, and we, we knew the lack of cautions all day uh, was kind of going in our favor. We needed to get tires on to try to get out front, get as big of a lead as we could, and then kind of see what happened from there. And, you know, ultimately it worked out, but like I said, everything went our way. The cautions didn't fall when we didn't need them to. Uh, we, we didn't have any issues that uh, were, were, you know, not of our own doing. And that, that goes a long way, to be honest with you. Chatting with Justin Allgaier, the winner at ISM Raceway in Phoenix. He'll now be one of the championship four racing for a championship in the Xfinity Series at Homestead Miami Speedway coming up this Saturday. And Justin, I saw a bunch of social media uh, around the race. I didn't see the explanation about this victory might be a little uh, even more special to you besides the reasons that you told us right off the top. Was there something extra here? What was going on there? Uh, well, there's been a lot going on, you know, um, you know, I think from from my standpoint, number one, first and foremost, you know, having the Brandt Professional Agriculture colors on the car, um, you know, they've been a great partner of mine for many, many years. And and Rick Brandt, the CEO, his his dad, one of the founders, Glenn Brandt's been in the hospital here lately, and you know they they've been trying to uh, to get him taken care of and get him back to health. And you know, there, there's been a lot of stress uh, just with that. You know, as 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 anything in life, right? Family and 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 people come first, and you know that that. Uh, that is always a big, big deal and important. So for us, that's, that's been on our thoughts and our minds a lot. Uh, and then, and then second of all, you know, uh, it, it's kind of funny. My daughter's now painted the helmet for me for three years <laughs> for these playoffs. And I've never been able to get the helmet to victory lane. So uh, I've been pretty bummed about that, to be honest with you. And, and this year to be able to change that, I'm super bummed though. She wasn't there. Like yeah. of all the, of all the weekends that she stayed home, uh, you know, she's been sick here lately and, uh, she's been struggling with with croup of all things, mm. and so the dry weather out west. We knew that it was gonna gonna aggravate it. Every time we seem to to go out west, she ends up with with a battle of croup. So we decided to to leave her home, and of course we go to Victory Lane. So uh, that was the other part of it. But but I think lastly, you know, kind of based on what I said earlier about you know going into the final race with with a win. Mentally, uh, we needed we needed. Uh, we just needed that. You know, I think our guys needed that. I needed that. We needed that confidence that, that kind of comes along with a win. You needed that, that extra little, little, that extra little boost that we got. And, and I think for us that, 
that gives us some great momentum. If, if nothing else, it gives us great momentum to go into Homestead and, uh, most importantly, just have a lot of fun this, this next week. So Harper did a great job painting a helmet. You put it in victory lane. Does, is that the thing then that takes you to Homestead? Are you sporting that helmet again? Is that the momentum changer? Oh, I think so. You know, hmm. it's been so much fun. You know, all of our partners allow me to do this helmet. And, in, you know, in a day and age where obviously branding is so important, uh, you know, the helmet real estate can be a very, you know, vital tool. And, and for me to have my daughter be able to paint a helmet that, that you know, I wear every race of the playoffs, um, it, it, it's special. And it means a lot to me. It, it means it means a lot to a lot of people around us. And, and uh, so to, to get that helmet, first of all, to victory lane was a big deal. But second of all, to uh, to now know that uh, we can go to Homestead with a shot at a championship. I mean, can you imagine the storyline from just our family in, in 20 years? When you sit back and say, "Hey, you know, my daughter painted a helmet when she was six years old that ultimately won a championship," that's that's pretty special. So my buddies over at Off Axis Paint always always do such a great job of of helping my daughter get that thing painted and making it look cool. And this year's no no exception. It's it's a fantastic looking helmet. So I'm I'm pretty pumped about it, and it definitely uh, makes makes winning all that much more sweeter. So Greg's got Harper on the intern program over there now, right? People are going to be coming to her wanting to wanted her to paint helmets for them, right? <laughs> He did tell her that uh, she needs to stick with it because uh, they always need help over there painting helmets. So the more she can get up to speed and the 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 you know the more she can accomplish on her own, uh, the better off he's going to be because he, he'll know he, he's kind of built in, guaranteed to have an employee. So yeah, he's she's on the intern program, and I have a feeling that she's got a full time job here in a few years whenever she wants it. Well, getting uh, a victory is a challenge, uh, and you said you you know you really went there thinking at Phoenix you had to get one. Now you got to get one more. Um, these are not easy to come by. So what are you bringing with you that helps you outside of Harper's helmet make you feel as you go down to Homestead that you really have a shot at this? Well, Ralph, I think number one, first and foremost, first and foremost um, what you said is so important. Victories are not guaranteed. And, and you know, I've been lucky enough to, to go to Victory Lane, uh, you know, quite a few times now. And it always seems like uh, – you know, the the more you win, the more you crave that that experience. The more you want to get the victory lane, and the more it seems out of reach. To be honest with you, after after you go through a drought, the more you start, you know, doubting and, and second guessing. So, for me, um, you know, this win means a lot mentally. Um, but I think the other part that I that I really look forward to with with Homestead Miami is the fact that you know, number one, we've we've had great race cars at at, at Homestead these last few years. Um, not just myself, but, but everybody at Junior Motorsports, you know, being able to go down there, Tyler winning the championship last year, um, William winning the championship two years ago, you know, Chase winning it, I think it was four years ago now. Mm. Uh, you know, so we've, we've definitely had great race cars at, at Homestead Miami Speedway. Our mile-and-a-half program on our seven team especially has has increased leaps and bounds these last you know, two or three months, I feel like we've we've really clicked on some things. We've learned a lot. We we've we've improved our program, and you know, from that standpoint, I think that's going to be the, the the important piece is you know putting ourselves in good position and and having a fast race car to to really feel like we can go and and compete with you know the other guys that were racing us. I mean, let's be honest, uh, between Christopher Tyler and Cole, you've got. Three race, three great race car drivers, and, and three really fast race cars. So they're going to be hard to beat. We just got to go down there and execute like we did at, at, at ISM Raceway, and we'll be in great shape. 
We're going to put a picture of the helmet on the screen while I ask you this last question before we let you go. Talking with Justin Allgaier, the winner at ISM Raceway, racing for a championship next week at Homestead Miami Speedway in the Xfinity Series. But, uh, Justin, as as you go there, I understand that you guys are taking your Texas car back. Is that correct? We are, yes. And that car? The the guys have been working, uh, burning the midnight oil because, you know, we we, we got some damage at Texas. They had to turn the car around to be able to go to the race at Homestead, obviously. But also, too, uh, you know, we were the we were the car that was the random at, at Texas. So our car had to go back to the NASCAR Indy Center. We didn't get it back until Tuesday of, of this past week. So then you're, you're already planning on turning it around. Now you're even further behind. And on top of all of that, it's got to be at NASCAR uh, tomorrow mm. for them to pre-inspect for, for Homestead. They like to do a pre-inspection so that when we get to Homestead, they know that you know, all the cars are on an even playing ground. So uh, the turnaround time on that is, is pretty pretty special. The guys at the shop, you know, we we we, uh, we give them a lot of praise, but it's well-deserved praise. They they do such a fantastic job and really makes a big difference. Really cool, and uh, look forward to seeing that. And I know uh, this is the time of year where everybody can see the light at the end of the tunnel. You guys get a win and now have some momentum, and the crew working right there with you to get that car ready. It's going to be uh, the culmination of a lot of efforts from a lot of guys, not just with your team, but all four of them. It's going to be something to, to behold at Homestead Miami. Justin, we appreciate your time. Congratulations on the victory. Look forward to catching up with you in Miami. Sounds great. As always, we appreciate it. Hopefully I can be talking to you guys soon as a, as a champion. That would be the uh, the ideal next time I talk to you, but we'll see you this weekend. And, uh, you know, just a huge thanks to all of our fans, too. You know, we, we have the best fans in all of in all of sports, and uh, this past weekend really just solidified that for me. Just, you know, after the race was over and, and all the, the encouragement on social media and text messages and calls, it, it, it really feels good to, uh, to know we got uh, the people behind us that we do. So I'm looking forward to this weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun. So thanks, guys. Cool deal. Thank you for your time, Justin. Appreciate it. Thank you. There you go. Justin Allgaier, the winner at ISM Raceway. And what he didn't mention there that I'm going to mention now is there was also a bunch of social media about him hanging around for I don't know how long, a long time after the race in Victory Lane. Uh, the new ISM Raceway has a, a section where fans yeah. can get right there close yep. and sign for everybody who was there and wanted an autograph. And that's you know that's the kind of stuff that TV has to go, radio has to go. But after all that, he was stay, uh, standing there hanging around signing for every fan who wanted an autograph. Yeah, Justin's a good guy. He, yeah. You know, he, he really is. Uh, I like Justin a lot. He's, mm-hmm. he's a good guy. Good good driver, a good guy. And now we uh, go on to Homestead with the big three and me as Justin Allgaier. Is that me <laughs> last year? We saw Joey Logano pay that off last year, and it's sort of a similar situation on the cup side as well. It's going to be interesting to watch just that dynamic play out. Yeah, but, I mean, look, you're there. Mm-hmm. That's that's the first box you got to check. A good right? a chance as the rest of them. Absolutely. At this point, it's all even, and you stepped up to the plate and you made it happen here. You can do it there too. All right, we got to take another time out here on MRN Out Loud. When we come back, we'll talk a little truck series action. G'day, America. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. That's right. Outback delivery is here. Now you can enjoy all your Outback favourites anywhere. Our signature centre-cut sirloin at home. It's here. Or game-day party platters with kookaburra wings that'll have both teams cheering. It's here. Or steak and lobster for a date night at home. It's here. Head over to Outback.com and place your orders because Outback delivery is here. Outback Steakhouse. Aussie rules. Delivery availability varies. Delivery charge may apply. 
For five decades, the Motor Racing Network has been the voice of NASCAR. And now, it's time to tell our story. They are in turn two in front of Mike Joy. With help from some of the sport's iconic voices. Oh, crap, and I spin around. Here comes Richard Petty. I'm Fred Armstrong. Join me for MRN's newest podcast series. MRN presents 50 Years, the voice of NASCAR. Available for download on MRN.com. And wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Before you know it, we'll be crowning the 2019 Monster Energy NASCAR Cup champion in Miami. You need to be there to witness Ford Championship Weekend, November 15th through the 17th at Homestead Miami Speedway. Three days, three races, three NASCAR champions. What a year for Joey Logano, and he caps it off with a win at Homestead Miami Speedway. Pick out the best seats in the house for the pinnacle race of the 2019 NASCAR season in South Florida. Call 866-409-7223. That's 866-409-RACE. MRN Out Loud presented by Outback Steakhouse Woody Kane alongside Ralph Shaheen from the Straight Line program filling in for Joey Meyer who's on special assignment if you're with us on a Monday don't forget Kevin Harvick another top 10 finish that means a free blooming onion at Outback Steakhouse today go in there and tell him Kevin did it again gimme my onion let's talk a little truck racing we uh, expected to have Matt Crafton on the program we just got word he's been dragged into the simulator sure. so the work never ends for those guys no. he's got a championship to worry about not uh, a couple of guys who want to ask him about bunch of questions here's the interesting thing about the simulator i was on a panel um at the sema show mm-hmm. earlier well, in early last week and uh, eric almarola was on the panel as well and eric mentioned that a lot of times um they go do the simulator right away after a race weekend they're not necessarily running what's coming up so much as they're running what they just did why to see if what they put in or what they were thinking prior to going to the event, and then what they ended up doing at the event actually matches up. Hmm. Or if they were better or worse or whatever it might be. So Matt might be in their downloading based off of what they thought prior to the weekend. Plug something into his ear and just... Well, prior to setups and everything, prior to what they thought they were going to want to run, and then Mm -hmm. what they ended up running at the end of the race and all that, and, and how did that all work out? Because sometimes you can learn something in there that then sets you up from maybe Homestead, right? Yeah. So today might be, okay, let's go back and rerun some of Phoenix, and yeah. then maybe you come back Tuesday, Later, Wednesday, yeah. and you start running stuff thinking of Homestead. Matt, uh, carrying the Thor Sport banner into the Gander Outdoors Truck Series Championship 4 at Homestead Miami Speedway, along with Stuart Friesen. We talked about him earlier getting his first asphalt win so close so many times, and now he finally breaks through, gets the win at Eldora, which is not unexpected. He's a dirt ace. And then you see Ross Chastain, as we mentioned, Brett Moffat, the defending champ. But uh, a really good mix of guys there. It's not like you've got the these dominant characters. I mean, not that Brett Moffat hasn't been really good, but You've got Stuart Friesen finally having a breakthrough year. Ross Chastain with the dramatic story of his switch in points. So he's going to run the championship for trucks. Brett Moffat defending champ with a different team. And then Matt Crafton, a two-time champion there. Well, and I think that's exactly what you're supposed to get out of the truck series. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to have a seasoned veteran, multi-time champ like Crafton, who's going to spend his career here mm-hmm. and become one of the Mount Rushmore guys <laughs> from the truck series, he should be in there. Plus, you should then have some of the younger guys that are now on their way up, maybe looking to make their mark and establish themselves as a champ here, 
before they move mm-hmm. to the next level, right? Yeah. So and Brett Moffat has already been there, and then the whole Michael Waltrip Racing thing happened, and now right. he finds himself with a home in the truck series and right. has already signed for next year as well. Right, and could be the next Matt Crafton. He could, right? Yeah. So that's, I think, exactly what we're supposed to see out of the truck series, and I think it's delivering once again. It is, and uh, one of the issues Matt Crafton has had is with the Ilmore engines. They've switched to a spec motor now in the truck series, and he uh, got on his team radio and was not happy with some issues with it. Uh, there was the earlier issue where I think three of the Thor Sport trucks had issues with it, and it was some kind of a mistake that was admitted to uh, having to do with the way the weather and the way they were adjusted and the heat in Las Vegas. Be that as it may, we've made this shift now from the truck series to where they're not building their own motors anymore. Remember last year coming down the stretch, a couple of teams were still running their own motors, and the rules were adjusted to make that no longer any kind of an advantage. It seems like that's the future, and that's a done deal. It's all, all over with now. Yeah, it looks like that's what they're going to do. Um, this is part of the challenge that NASCAR has to deal with today and moving forward. Where do you find cost savings? Mm-hmm. Where do you find parity? Um, how do you keep the sport affordable while entertaining and competitive? Mm-hmm. And some of that is going to be really hard to accept. Mm-hmm. you you got to find a balance of going do we go too far? Have we gone too far? Yeah. Have we left enough creativity in there for these guys to, you know, work with within a box that allows them to be creative and show what they're capable of doing and make it interesting to the manufacturers too. Yeah. And that gets on, on the cup side, that gets back to that whole other equation. We, we began to talk about a little bit earlier uh, with the cost savings there and the package that's part of the reason they didn't have a short track package, a road course package. They wanted it to be, from a cost-saving perspective, something that they could run at all the different tracks. And we've seen some bumps in the roads. It was better here than there. Now do you do you go back down the road of getting it to three, four, five, six different packages? Then you've thrown all your cost savings out the window. Right. And, and so, again, I mean, it's on the technical side, it's way above my head. Yeah, me too. Right? I mean, yeah. I get lost in there pretty quick. It, um, I don't know what the answers are. Mm-hmm. And again, I will go back to what we talked about earlier. I said the one thing about NASCAR is if they do something and it doesn't seem to be working, they're not afraid to tweak it. I remember, you know, you, you certainly were around mm-hmm. back then too when every other week somebody's wing is moving up and down mm-hmm. a quarter of an inch or an eighth mm-hmm. of an inch, right? You have four mm-hmm. gets of this week. I remember the, the old lobbying. Week. Yeah, this manufacturer, they have an advantage. Yeah. No, they have an advantage. So it's and, crazy, yeah. right? But- this is another this is another thing where you're really looking at we've got to balance the cost on this thing to keep teams interested mm-hmm. and get more car owners in. Um so this is a tough one for them. Yeah, it really and, and is tricky. They're already doing some things next year in terms of limiting wind tunnel time and in terms yep. of taking less people on the road. And that's a big one yeah. because a lot of people might end up losing jobs out of that. Right. Right. There's a balance there to There's be struck as well. There's a balance there, but which we want a thriving industry too. Mm-hmm. Right. It's something that you got to look forward to, and then the the car of the future, the Gen Seven or the Gen Eight, whatever Gen you want to call it now, is coming not next year, but the year after, and that will be a whole game changer as well in terms of trying to get things more on a platform that's more conducive to good racing and cost savings at the same time, that's a really tough equation. I remember when I first moved to Charlotte in January of 1990, and you would 
be driving down the street or going down 77 and there's chassis going everywhere mm-hmm. on the back of flatbed trucks. Mm-hmm. This one's going to this guy to get a body hung. This one's going over here to get a paint job on it. This one's going over here to the engine shop. Then all those things kind of started going away, right? Everybody started in-house. doing bodies in house yeah. and you're doing paint work in house. And well, now we're taking like you're talking about engines mm-hmm. out of, out of the shop. Yeah. First they were out of the shop. Then they went right. in the shop. Now we're taking them out of the shop, but they're only going to one place. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's, so it's, it's the a, evolution. It's a sticky wicket for sure, and yeah. we're gonna we're gonna definitely see that as we go forward. We've got a lot more to come here on MRN Out Loud. We'll start looking toward Homestead Miami Speedway and talk about the championship for there as well. It wasn't just built to be a museum. It was built to be a shrine to the history, heritage, and future of the sport we love. This is our house, the NASCAR Hall of Fame, and it's packed full of classic and present-day cars, including Petties, Earnhardts, and Waltrips, as well as interactive experiences, realistic racing simulators, and much more. Plan a trip to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte. Tickets at NASCARHall.com. NASCAR Hall of Fame. This is our sport. This is our house. G'day, America. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. That's right. Outback Delivery is here. Now you can enjoy all your Outback favourites anywhere. Our signature centre-cut sirloin at home. It's here. Or game-day party platters with kookaburra wings that'll have both teams cheering. It's here. Or steak and lobster for a date night at home. It's here. Head over to Outback.com and place your orders because Outback delivery is here. Outback Steakhouse. Aussie rules. Delivery availability varies. Delivery charge may apply. Join Motor Racing Network every Tuesday night for NASCAR Live. Get the latest news and exclusive interviews from the biggest names in the sport. But, I mean, I, I don't know how to summarize it any better that, you know, a driver's home track where his family and friends are all present just feels like a bigger event. Hear the thoughts and opinions from NASCAR insiders and much more. I mean, when people come up to me all the time and say, hey, Rusty, who's going to win this week? I consistently say the four car. It's NASCAR Live every Tuesday evening at 7 Eastern on the Motor Racing Network. No, you know, I, you know, I think it's it's been a very interesting year for us. You know, I think as as you look at our year, it's been a it's been a challenge um, in order to get where we are today, just to to battle through the beginning of the year and you know get the ship turned around and and you know in the right direction and and really figure out exactly where we needed to be, what we needed to be doing. Uh, just totally different concepts than than the things that we've done in the past, and and just those those new concepts, mindsets, way that you race, way that you call a race, all those things that that come together. You know, I think that the the strength and experience of our race team has has kind of um, carried the results. Um, you know that that are in the finish column and the stages one and stage points and and those types of things. And and you know as as we went through the late summer and and. Uh, into the playoffs, I feel like, you know, we obviously have, have got our cars back to, you know, being competitive. And, and um, you know, when, when I say competitive, I mean able to lead, lead laps uh, without circumstances. And, and so uh, we've been able to do that. Um, and so, you know, as long as, as we keep doing those those types of things, um, you know, next week, you know, I think that you got to be in it to win it and, and you just have to see how it falls. Kevin Harvick driving the lone Ford up against three Toyotas at wow. Homestead Miami Speedway this weekend. And he's, he mentioned it even the week before at Texas, the fight that they've had to find that consistency that we've become used to seeing from them over the past several years. Not just the lone Ford, the only non-Gibbs car. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not me like that, Truex is an affiliated team no, anymore. He's in the house that's now. That's right. Yeah. And, and, and to me, that's even more um, 
shocking and uh, challenging mm-hmm. if you're Harvick. Now, granted, all three of those Gibbs guys are every man for themselves. Right. But at what point in time are they every man for themselves? Mm-hmm. Are they every man for themselves from the drop of the green? Or are they like, we're every man for ourselves to the last practice 50? And, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. We're going to get to the last 50, then it's every man for then themselves. Then it's game on. I don't know. It's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be crazy. That's a massive mountain to overcome. Yeah, it's going to be a real battle. And speaking of Ford, uh, Kevin Harvick there talking about, uh, the. we were talking about the lone Ford. The Ford versus Ferrari movie is coming out now. Uh, you had a chance to chat with, uh, I think, the stunt coordinator in that Yeah, movie? Robert Nagel. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he was the head stunt coordinator on it. You know what's really interesting about all the stunts? Uh, a lot of times... I don't know, do you ever like stick around and watch the credits? Oh, yeah. The the yeah, yeah. Well, you got to do with all the Marvel movies because at the end, right. there's always one more like little thing yeah. now at the very mm-hmm. end. You got to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I'll see some of the names on there. And uh, some of them are guys you've actually, like Stanton Barrett. Yeah. Yeah. Former yeah absolutely. Driver, yeah. show up. Oh, Stanton worked on that. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, this one, if you're a race fan, stick around to the credits for the stunt guys. You'll recognize a lot mm-hmm. of names mm-hmm. like Jeff Bucknam. Yeah, Ronnie Bucknam's son, mm-hmm. who was one of the four drivers, he's actually in it driving the car that basically his dad drove. Yeah, Tony Hunt is in there. Uh, there's a bunch of guys. Um, Dan Gurney's son, Alex. Alex. Yeah, I used to talk to him when we were doing drives, sports cars. Yeah. Drives as Dan. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, how cool is that? Yeah, all the way through this movie. So uh, that's really neat. A lot of good stuff to talk about there. But our Dan Hubbard uh, from the Motor Racing Network had a chance to chat with the stars of the film, Matt Damon and Christian Bale. Christian, you portrayed race driver Ken Miles, British-born, American naturalized citizen. Mm. I'm going to read a quote from Ken, and I'd like you to comment on it. I'm a mechanic. I am a mechanic. This has been the direction of my entire vocational life. Driving is a hobby like golfing is to others pretty intense hobby given the time period what kind of guy was ken miles he was a real colorful character he was somebody who just didn't do anything by halves he was absolutely uncompromising he was a tough man he was uh, uh, in a tank unit that liberated um uh, uh, belson um he was there in d-day like plus three um, uh, and yeah, he was a man who, who, who became obsessed at a young age at just taking things apart and putting them back together. Um, and that is how he viewed himself first and foremost was as a mechanic. So, but what that became brilliant for was that he knew exactly what was wrong with the car and could communicate that perfectly and work on his own car and turned out to be an absolutely world-class uh, racer um, himself. There you go. A little bit of insight there into that movie. It's about Carroll Shelby, and they went to Le Mans, and this was when Ferrari was dominating everything, and suddenly here comes this Ford. Yeah. I didn't uh, ever get to interview Ken Miles, but I did interview Shelby, mm-hmm. and uh, man, he was fun to talk with. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think this movie, hopefully, I know everybody in the racing community is going like this right now, that this is <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody for the racing scene, right? Yeah. And that we mm-hmm. actually get more of these. Because there are, just like with rock music, there are so many great real human yeah. interest stories that, uh, like this one, 
that could be fantastic on film if they can come through. Yeah, it's going to be definitely something to keep an eye out. I can't wait to see it. It'll be a lot of fun. You can catch more of that interview at MRN.com. Our own Dan Hubbard had a chance to chat with the stars of that program. We have a big uh, weekend coming up, a big week here on the Motor Racing Network as well. It all starts on Tuesday night, NASCAR Live with Mike Bagley uh, setting up Ford Championship Weekend. Friday night, the Ford EcoBoost 200, the Gander Outdoors Truck Series, 7.30 Eastern Time, the start there. Also, we have on uh, on that same day practice for the Xfinity Series, the Ford EcoBoost 400. That comes your way at 3.30 Eastern Time. Final practice at 6.30. That's on Friday as well. Saturday, the Ford EcoBoost 300 comes up at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Qualifying right before that. We'll have it live on the Motor Racing Network as well at 2 o'clock. Then the main event, uh, Sunday, 2 o'clock Eastern Time, the Ford EcoBoost 400 in the Cup Series. I'm Woody Kane. Ralph Shaheen, thanks for being here with us. Enjoy for Joey Meyer. Uh, we'll catch him on Straight Line this week. Make sure you catch that as well. And uh, Joey hopefully will be back next week. He's flying around somewhere. He'll be back. Make sure you're with us next week on MRN Out Loud, a championship edition as we wrap up Ford Championship Weekend on Homestead Miami Speedway. Check MRN.com for complete scheduling information. Once again, for Ralph Shaheen, I'm Woody Kane. We'll see you right back here next week for MRN Out Loud.